Well, good morning, sunshine. Welcome to another day of the Make Your Damn Bed podcast. Yesterday, we started discussing the book Crucial Conversations, Tools for Talking When Stakes Are High, written by Carrie Patterson, Joseph Grenny, Ron McMillan, and Al Switzler. And since we've already covered the basic outline of the book, today we are going to bust into some of the specific strategies I thought were pretty helpful in all of the blog posts I read about the book mainly because I really appreciate a specific example of dialogue we can have, especially when we are dealing with these more important but difficult conversations. Of course, any of the resources I used in today's episodes will be linked in the show notes below, including this first intro that I'm taking directly from the heart of living. It says, Once you've left silence and violence behind, and you've got your story straight, it's good to explore each other's paths. And according to the author, there are different methods we can try to help encourage others to share. The first method being the AMPP method. A for ask questions. Getting things moving with questions show you're invested and help others contribute in a way that offers each of you a sense of direction. The M stands for mirror. This is an excellent way to let others know that you recognize what they're feeling. By offering empathy and saying things like, I can tell and understand why you're upset about that, reminds each of you that you are on the same team. The first P in the AMPP method is for paraphrasing. When we can offer back what someone has said to us in our own words, it shows an elite level of understanding. Sentences like, let me make sure I've got this right. Followed, of course, by an explanation of what you understand that they said. Careful here to not be condescending, but actually empathetic and kind. But it really helps to make both parties feel safe and to make sure that everyone's on the same page and miscommunications aren't happening in the middle of it. The final P referred to in this method is for prime. Priming, when we're unsure of what is next can really help to eliminate a lot of that miscommunication, because we're going to make assumptions anyway, it is often better to make those assumptions out loud if they are offering no other information. Of course, this only works if it's from an empathetic place, but saying things like, I know I would feel really sad or angry about that, what about you? Or, I'm assuming since you said this that you actually mean that you want me to do this, Am I correct in assuming that or no? Sometimes when we're frustrated and we're trying to communicate with other people, the words naturally get jumbled and it's difficult to do so effectively. So having someone else rephrase what we said in better, more concise words, or better yet, offer some sort of solution for the situation. Sometimes we just want to feel heard, but other times we do actually need some guidance on where we should go next. So if you have decent suggestions for the compromise, these crucial conversations are the time to share it. But you've got to set up a safe space to do that first. This AMPP method is very similar to another method that I am more personally familiar with. This one is referred to the ABC method. A is for agree Tell them what you agree with first. Even if you don't agree with any of their argument, 
you can agree that it's important to talk about. You can agree that you each have really, really passionate takes on it. You can agree that you even want to be a part of this conversation. Those things show you're on a level playing field of some sort, at least. And it ensures you're working towards a common goal rather than spinning circles, arguing things just for the sake of arguing. The B is for build, building upon what they've already said. You can create more of a world of understanding through what you have to offer as well. And that leads us to the C of this method for compare. I've personally always thought of this as finding the counter argument, but it's the same thing where we basically compare our disagreements and our agreements in order to find middle ground or some sort of compromise, ideally, on where we can both feel seen and heard from the conversation in a way that hopefully promotes us to not have this type of conversation again for a very long time. Either way, if you are somebody who tends to get defensive or you have found a way to negate everything someone says in an argument. That's one I might be guilty of. But tools like these can really come in handy. I figure I should end this little synopsis of this excellent book I never read with some quotes from the authors. The first is from Kelly Patterson, which I really enjoyed. It says, At the core of every successful conversation lies the free flow of relevant information. The next one is, when you can't talk honestly, your relationship is hollow. I also enjoyed this one, which says, we're wired to see others as the source of problems. And to move to action, we must first abandon our natural urge to either win or cave in. So this is your sign to not cave in and to not give up on these tough conversations that need to happen because The quality of your relationship depends on your ability to have honest, open dialogue, and you do deserve deep relationships. That said, I hope that you don't need these tools anytime soon, and that all your relationships have been pretty kosher, and boundaries and well-being remains intact. But if not, you now have this two-part hyperfixation series on how to have crucial conversations all based on a meme I saw once. Regardless, I love you so stinking much. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day, and I'll talk to you tomorrow while you make your damn bed. Bye, cutie.